Oh, immediately, you know, when I've turned on the hello, <laughs> it's like, you know, when we're recording, because I can't stop myself from doing that. Hello now. Hello. Do you not know when like you hear that? Hello? Like, okay, the podcast is starting. It's like an influencers. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> yep. Hello. I never, yeah. I never said hello like that before. And you then did. I started doing it on the podcast. And then now every time we start a podcast, it's like Pavlov's law. Like I can't, I can't not do the podcast without that hello. And I can't do the hello without the podcast. It, I mean, they're synonymous. They're the one and the same. But hey, I am Elsie, Lauren, whatever you want to call me. Um, and my colleague, Tiffany. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> With the sensual. Hello. Um, yeah, so we haven't talked to you guys in a while, <laughs> which just does. It has been a minute. It's just been uh, interviews after like after interviews after interviews, and honestly, I've been, been enjoying it. Yeah, it's been great. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Got a lot to learn. I hope you guys have learned a lot talking to myself in the mirror I'm looking at myself because <laughs> we're recording remotely <laughs> but um yeah so anyway I just feel like it's important to note that today is November 5th at 7 30 p.m ish so I just feel like it's important because like there's a lot going on in the world right now <laughs> um because elections were a couple days ago but we don't need to get into all that right the second um Hopefully, by the time this podcast comes out, we will know who our next president is. You know, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) But anyway, as we don't know any of that information currently, I do want to just check in with my lovely little co-host here and just say, like, I guess in general, very quick updates of what's been going on in our lives because we haven't really done that. We haven't really talked to you guys one-on-one in a while, <laughs> two-on-one in a while. Um, and we've been doing a lot of interviews. Hopefully you guys liked it. Let us know what you've liked, what you don't like. Unless you don't like everything, then we don't care. But just stop listening. It's like not that hard. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so Tiffany, quick 30-second update. What's been happening the last few weeks for you? Okay, 30-second update. Yeah, I, elevator pitch for your last month. <laughs> for my last month, which was the month of October, mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time meditating, a lot of time doing yoga, a lot of peaceful, cool, easy breezy moments. I can't <laughs> complain about my last month because I think there was a lot of unrest around the election. I think that my way of coping with all the craziness was to go inward, which obviously I've talked a lot about my two cents on how to handle craziness around you is to go inward. So I haven't, I haven't really done anything. I don't really have anything to, to update you guys on. We've been doing a lot of interviews. So just enjoying that and really just Lauren and I have been battling the differences between how we handle uh. life, um, which I think is pretty interesting for other people to see, like the side of business and friendship. Like we have meshed the two worlds, and it has been a very hard. Very it, hard. I mean, not hard, but yeah, kind of hard because Difficult. we just communicate two different ways. Yes, and we haven't figured out how to like get on the same page because I am super 
um, list or like, yes, list. Virgo. I want to organize everything. I want to, I want to like have plans and projections and all the things that, you know, might drive somebody like Lauren absolutely crazy and like, (laughs) you know, normally on a regular, in a regular world, we would never do business together. But this is different because like (laughs) we balance each other out in a podcast because like we do, you know, have that kind of like fun and light versus serious and yin and yang situation going on. Um, Literally, if you Google uh, Virgo in the dictionary, you'll find Tiffany. If you Google Aquarius in the dictionary, you will find LC, your girl. And uh, you will also, if you continue to Google on your search there, you'll realize those two signs don't need to really go into business together. (laughs) It's honestly like a a great thing that we are even friends, truthfully. I think I have a lot to, my mom has a lot for credit for that. Um, she's a Virgo. I was raised by a Virgo. So I think I'm just used to it. Mm-hmm. And your mom might be not an Aquarius, but Aquarius tendencies for sure. The free spiritedness, you know? Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Yeah. So I do think there is a lot to be said with that, which is why we're both able to at least not quit the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the beauty is like that in a podcast, it works because we do balance each other out. But when you're trying to monetize a podcast, it it makes things a little more difficult. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. We're just having fun. We have the same end goal. We have the same end goal. We just have different ideas on how to get there. That's really it. If you think about it. Yeah. Just saying. But anyways, anyways, Tiffany, how you guys now? So, <laughs> okay, and we have been. Lauren has been passive aggressively joking that I hate her for the last five minutes because I showed up without fucking an outline and twenty notes. I'm like, I'm just trying to be cooler about everything. God, to be fair, I literally never show up with an outline or any notes. So I just have like the topics we're discussing, discussing, and I go from there. But. Tiffany is, this is the first for her. And I'm honestly shocked. I was like, do you not, do you not want to do this anymore? (laughs) Like when she didn't show up with like a full essay of notes, like I didn't know what, I didn't know how to. She was like, you're quitting, right? You're quitting on (laughs) me. I was like, is this your, oh God, I can't even say the word. Resignation. Resignation. (laughs) (laughs) I can't handle that. No, I chameleonized myself. I am, I am showing, I'm showing up. In a lighter, cooler version of myself, okay. So that you know, I don't, I don't obnoxiously <laughs> and overbearingly push my crazy tendencies onto you, so that we can both be happy. Listen, I have crazy tendencies as well, where I'm very stuck in the ways that I want to do things. You, I think the way I want to do things, which I don't have an pl- actual plan for, is the best way to do. But to me, everyone is listening to this right now and they're like, they are fucking doomed. They're doomed. This podcast isn't going to last day longer. Well, they're like, they're doomed. This yeah, is, they're like, I'm not going to. Sophia go and Alex 2.0. <laughs> no, the difference between us and Sophia and Alex on Call Her Daddy is because we're actually aware of our differences and like, Yes, it's a very frustrating at times, but we can also just like it's almost like so frustrating that it's funny. We're yeah. just like Jesus Christ, Tiffany. We will fight for each other. One though. more schedule, and I will <laughs> rip your fucking head off. And and then Tiffany is like, okay, fine, what the fuck ever, I, whatever, whatever you want to do, what you want to do, that's fine. And so that's the difference between us and them. 
Yeah. Because we will fight for each other. Like we will fight for the friendship first and then everything else can come second. But I'm actually (laughs) laughing out loud at like, it is like, it's so it's, it's comical because it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. It's funny. But it's like, we, we do both take this podcast very seriously. We do want it to go great places and we do have big goals and goals, whatever for this. But I'm just out here wondering like, how the hell do people who are married get in business together? Agreed. Because usually, you know, opposites attract. It's very pretty. I feel like it's less common for someone to marry someone who's like exactly the same person as them. Mm-hmm. I truthfully would not want to marry someone like me. <laughs> I could never do business with Bert either. I could, I mean, honestly, yeah. I shouldn't and could not do business with either one of you. <laughs> but like, you know, I fucking like, took my chances on one of you. <laughs> technically, you are my wife. I don't know. <laughs> like, yep. like emotionally, you are my wife. <laughs> yeah. And you can hear this, this ice. Sorry, guys. But yeah, if you hear the little cling cling, it's her uh, whiskey and her ice. Mm-hmm. With her eyes and her whiskey but so now you guys know we're being very honest with you there yeah. are you know this is a struggle it's challenges or it's not easy <laughs> it's not hard it's not hard she doesn't even fucking fine. know what i'm fine <laughs> everything's fine says the dog in the burning house <laughs> anyway that's our update well a- what that's my update Really, you have been the circle of my <laughs> okay, so last month. Tell me <laughs> what's wanna, been going on with you. I just want to like recap your update to, uh, versus mine. So Tiffany's update was I've been doing a lot of manifesting and like talking within myself and just, I, you know, being in my own world. And, you know, my fucking last month has not been that it has oh, been shit you're right tell us about it the absolute opposite of that it's been chaotic as fuck which is also why oh, i'm sorry for everyone who hates i who hates anytime any of us cuss on this podcast but um i come from a cussing family so it's not going to change <laughs> i come and from a long line of i come cussing from women. a long line of cusses so i am not going to fucking change and also google it it means i'm smarter than everyone so (laughs) just kidding it doesn't but i just want to point out that my last month has been absolutely nuts so since in october the very very beginning very the very very end of september i found out from that i wasn't i was told that i wasn't going to be off furlough this october 1st that i was told it was supposed to be uh this was supposed to be uh, yeah, it was the August 1st. And then it got pushed, obviously, because COVID didn't change to October 1st. And then literally the week of the last week of September, they were like, uh, yeah, you have to actually till the end of October. And I was like, okay, great. And so then a few days later, they called me and were like, LOL. Actually, it was the day that we launched the podcast. It was literally five minutes. I'm not kidding you. Five minutes after we launched, we posted about this podcast existing that I got a call from a manager saying, Hey, we want you back. <laughs> We're ready now. And I was like, Oh, cool. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay. And I love my job and I'm very excited to be back. It has been a lot harder, honestly, coming back from furlough than I thought it was going to be. But I feel like that's the case for maybe most people who've been on furlough for a while and and I'm very lucky to have come back from being furloughed because I'm in staffing and I do talk to a lot of people daily that have been furloughed for the last few months. And they have, they now are just now realize, like being told from their companies, 
we're having to let you go after being furloughed for months. So I do recognize that I am a very lucky person in this situation. That being said, I don't want to discredit the difficulty of this because it is hard. And, and also we'll throw in for fun that I also moved out of my last apartment into my parents' house for three weeks. <laughs> and when I moved in, I didn't know when I was going to move out. And then it just so happened that everything lined up perfectly for me to move out after about three weeks. So I very much got like the universe is taking care of me slash maybe Tiffany, I don't know, doing some witch spells for me. <laughs> so shout out. I feel to like Tiffany. that was the longest three weeks ever. I honestly it felt was. so bad for you that, because you were just it so, was. you were such a different person. I just, mm-hmm. I mean, like as soon as you signed on your new apartment, it was like a the different second. person, the but second. it felt like. I just felt what you were going through and it just, I, I felt like it was a long time. And honestly, I was really worried that I was in a spot where like, you know how sometimes, I don't know if anyone out there experiences depression and anxiety, like chronically, not just like, like lifetime depression, not just like mm-hmm. a situational depression, situ- like that's also equally terrible, but I do suffer, I guess, from depression and anxiety a lot. Um, life lifetime supplier of that. And I was a little worried that even if things were starting to change for the better for me, that if I, even if I did find an apartment, I feel like I was worried too much about if I found an apartment, then I'll be happy. If I started my job, then I'll be happy. If I did this, then I'll be happy. And I was relying too much on like these external factors to, for me to be happy. And I was. <laughs> But I am, oh my God, do you realize how advanced that is that you're even (laughs) self-aware enough to start noticing these things? Questioning it. But that's like amazing. That is the first step in getting beyond your depression and anxiety. Coming from another person who has suffered from lifelong mental health issues and I feel like I'm on the outskirts of being beyond and and more... um, yeah. Being stronger than like mental issues. Mm-hmm. The first step is like noticing that if you are relying on external <laughs> the first issues. first step is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> right. That's just fucking amazing though. I'm yeah. so proud of you. And you, you did, honestly, you talked to me about like thinking you might not be able to pull yourself out of it quick enough. Mm-hmm. But that's not something somebody who is going to be stuck in depression long term that's not something that they would say you're growing far and beyond and faster than you even notice like mm-hmm. and i'm seeing this like just from the version of yourself 3 years ago that you you did stay stuck Ooh, in these 3 years in, ago don't know her we don't have yeah. to talk about her <laughs> but i did see that you would stay stuck in these these um patterns longer and i'm so proud that like to watch your growth i think it's super cool to see you go from like literally going through the ringer like shit after shit after shit and me being like my butthole was so tight like oh my god this is things are going bad for lauren like i've i and i don't say that a lot for a lot of people i'm like you know what it's not that bad but lauren had a fucking ringer she went through some shit in a short (laughs) amount of time and i think you handled it like a champ with what you were working with and i think that you should give yourself a lot of credit and a lot of grace for how you handled it and you snapped out of that shit really quick. I'm not saying that you're 100%. I don't know if you are, but right. you know that you're a different person than you were two weeks ago. 
And well, you should be proud of that. If I'm being honest with everyone, I've cried to my manager two times this week on a on a calls, uh, you know, remote calls. So I'm working from home. So um, she's probably because she's very much exactly the same as me. She's an Aquarius as well, actually. And she, um, we don't deal with other people's emotions very well. We don't deal with our own emotions very well. And she's, I'm sure she's probably like, oh my god, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> And she's, my manager is great. I love her so much. And I'm very thankful that I have someone like her in my court, in my corner to help me. But I do feel bad because literally just this week, I think because of everything going on too, like, you know, I don't do well when things start to stack up, anything, anything will make me upset. It will make, and by upset, I mean cry. And by cry, I mean panic attack. <laughs> and um, there's different levels to panic attacks. If you've never had one, I implore you to actually explore what a panic attack is and the levels of it because I never thought I was having panic attacks until a few years ago um when I actually yeah, they suck yeah well I didn't know I thought it was normal I was like I was talking to a friend uh it was like maybe three years ago ish and I was talking to someone and they were like I was like yeah you know you get that like like, you know, you can't just, you just cannot breathe and your chest feels tight. And like, even the way you're explaining your throat it, like, clamps up and your throat gets so sore. And like, you know, you just can't even talk or you're just going to fucking lose it. And they're like, no. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> wait, what? Ooh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> same, 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 same. I'm just like, you know, whatever. But that's when I realized I was like, oh shit. Like, I was having panic attacks for years and I did mm -hmm. not know. I did not know <laughs> until it got really bad a few years ago. It was like a year before like, that I went on Love is Blind and like Tiffany knows I was dealing with a not great relationship and it was very emotionally abusive if I'm being honest and even got a little physical. Uh, so physically But passion-filled. You guys were like, they a were so, of, it was yeah, boisterous. It was that's, very. That's where you get confused. You think mm -hmm. I confuse passion and abuse. <laughs> well, I mean, passion can be bad and passion can be good. Right, right. For you guys, it was like the pendulum was either the passion was like you were deeply happy and lustful or you were like yeah. deeply angry and resentful and, and hurtful. It was like mm -hmm. you extreme guys were highs, very passionate. Lows. It was like a lot of passion, a lot of just no in-betweens. Yeah. It was a very scary time to watch. It was. And uh, Tiffany is my ride or die, stuck by me. And honestly, at the time, you're going through a lot of shit too. So that I didn't even realize, I don't think at the time. But Tiffany was very much that friend that was like, if you like him, I like him. And I needed that at the time because truthfully, all of my other friends were like, don't, like we don't. Okay. Like but him. to be fair, I did not know that it was physical. If it were, I uh, would not condone that. It wasn't until the last thing mm -hmm. really like the last straw was it when it got a little bit physical even a little bit and I literally walked out and was like no nah. and I didn't talk to him really much after that we're okay now I will say he's gone to therapy so <laughs> he went oh, to therapy for really? a long time yeah almost immediately after we stopped that happened when he got oh, physical shit. with me like he went to therapy at least from what he told me I'm not mm -hmm. I don't have the receipts but <laughs> yeah yeah it's not worth it, it does it, it's not worth it because it not. can be confusing but no, I got on antidepressants the second that relationship was over. And 
and then I gained a million Ugh. pounds and then I couldn't get it off. And then until I got off antidepressants and then weaning on and weaning off antidepressants is not great. I know this is like maybe TMI. We're really going into this right now. That's and not TMI. No, we were is, going to. I'm so sorry. But, but this like, is what people need to know. Like, it's okay to go through the shit. Shit happens. You have seasons. Like, it's yeah. normal. It's it, You're not going to. I know so many people that are probably listening to this are thinking, I am in a depression. There is no end in sight. I'm not sure what to do. I've been there. But like, it can get better and it will get better. Mm-hmm. You just have to change your mind about it or change your scenario, change your situation. Um, And I know that sounds easier said than done because like coming from someone who's been in it and somebody tried to tell me like, oh, just do this. And I would be like, shut the fuck up. You have no idea what I'm actually going through. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, looking back at that version of myself and I'm sure the same, you know, looking back at that version of yourself, um, a little bit weaker, a little bit uninformed you didn't kind of know what was what was going to happen in life and like that's when things get scary is you don't know what's to come and it's that un um the not knowing that can be scary and overwhelming and depressing and we're all just learning and growing well also we so we did touch on this and more and then nicole more episode (laughs) but like the show was a like going on love is blind was a major turning point for me i and especially love is blind coming out and me watching it was an even bigger maybe turning point for me because i was able to see myself and actually see how much i've grown of almost of like a year and a half difference of myself and after i got off the show i was like a fucking mess and then got into like really a lot of like self-help stuff found Brene Brown who is my girl <laughs> um but really just like ta- started like I was you know and Tiffany you talk about this too where you're like at a point where you're like I don't want I just can't do this anymore I just can't do this anymore mm-hmm. and I feel like that moment comes for me in waves and I'm experiencing one currently <laughs> um because I feel like I I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I can't be this person anymore. And I'm like exhausting my own self, even just talking to people about anything. Mm-hmm. And then I dig into like self-help stuff. And by self-help, I hate the word self-help. I think it's, it gives a bad connotation of like what I'm actually talking about. But like Brene Brown, Jay Shetty, like they're not like typical personal self-help. development. I guess I just don't like any of the words for that really. I just like to learn from these people. And I think they have good stuff to say that's like no bullshit. Like it's not doesn't seem all like like I could find it on a Pinterest quote kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And but I feel like I'm in that season now again. And I had never really gone through knowingly gone through that season until I got off the show. And then there was a few months after that. I feel like what I was dealing with in my immediate situation was quote unquote fixed or at least I fixed it enough to be aware of what if it happened again. And I do still feel like that, but now I'm going through like a whole different thing, <laughs> not like in a relationship sense and a dating sense, but in like a personal, just more like a, maybe a business or like a personal development, more of a personal development, not like a dating sense. Mm-hmm. And so do you think that it's been helpful, like all the interviews we've been doing, like keeping yeah. you on your toes, like being yeah. aware, talking about your feelings, like almost making you 
um, be in touch with yourself more than you would normally be? Do you think that's been helpful? One hundred percent. And also <sighs> that makes me people, so happy. Well, also these people have truly, and also you, Tiffany, like the, I know I don't always listen to every podcast. Tiffany always sends me self-help <laughs> podcast stuff. And I'm like, Okay, cool. And but sometimes I do most of the time listen I send to them. It to everybody though. It's not okay, just you. but I don't. Okay, first they're not. Of all, you're not targeted. First of all, who else are you texting? Second of all, <laughs> <laughs> second of all, um, they do actually really help. As much as it pains me to admit it, <laughs> really. But don't don't. So this is the thing that once you get deep into, I have no problem saying self help, personal development because. Once you get to a, and this is what I'm going to talk about is like when you get to a point of realizing that self help and personal development podcasts, books, seminars, trainings, they all are there in order to serve and help people. And there's beauty in that. And so, like, the only negative connotation for me that comes around self help or personal development now is that people make fun of it. And it's because, Mm -hmm. because, there is fear that um shame hashtag and, yep shame and fear <laughs> that the people that are are looking into these things or need these things have something wrong with them but then once you actually dig into these 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 um these tools and these tactical frameworks you realize that you will not you will stop caring if anybody is labeled them as self-help or personal development because you're real you realize that they are changing people's lives. Like people are that wanted to kill themselves now have hope and now are helping other people. People that thought that they had no no life ahead of them. You know, people with eating disorders, mm-hmm. people with um, chronic depression and anxiety, and all these different mental um, health issues now have hope. And I think the only reason we didn't like the word self-help and personal development is because we don't, we didn't actually understand or know what type of impact it was creating and it's all ego. So the reason why, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to be involved in that is because our ego says, you know, Oh, it's lame or it's stupid or whatever. But like those types of podcasts and seminars and frameworks are saving people's lives and there's nothing wrong with that. I get I get both sides of it. But you're going to get to a point, you're going to get so deep into it cuz once you start mm-hmm. into it, you're fucking you're you'll be a self-help asshole just like me. Um <laughs> there's no turning back. You cannot be once you've became conscious to some of these things, you can't unknow that. You'll never undo what you know and you can never go backwards as much mm-hmm. as you'd like to like you know maybe be unaware of some of these things. The beauty in learning about yourself is you can ever you can never unknow it. You will always yeah. be that level of conscious and only be able to move forward. You cannot regress in consciousness. And so mm-hmm. you just start learning more and more that a lot of the reason why we we don't like these things and these terms and um we're scared of them, it's all ego. And so eventually I say all that to say that there will be a point where you're gonna you will you will lift up the terms of personal development and self-help and and you'll you'll be like those are amazing things they're not lame things but it takes time to get there because before you get deep into that everybody has that like 
oh, it's so lame. And there's been so many movies and TV shows about how lame people are that do self-help. Like it's all these lame schmucks that are like going to the library and picking up the book and they see that, you know, like all oh, the self-help section loser. Mm-hmm. It's all we've been socialized <laughs> to believe that like those people are losers and they, but I do want to personally develop and I do want to help myself. So I don't know why I have a stigma with it, where I, but honestly, I think it's a lot because of social media, because like you see these things where people are preaching these things and I'm like, okay, this is very cheesy. You're doing this in a bad way. Not everyone, not everyone should be preaching and doing self-help or personal development things. Not mm-hmm. everyone should be doing it. <laughs> and And it's not necessarily something maybe for social media and I mean it it is but it isn't I think and not maybe currently it's maybe not as much but like people like Brene Brown who are very like realistically like I I, where I have a problem with is this toxic positivity thing almost where these people are like you know just think like it's like a fucking and I love Peter Pan don't get me wrong but it's like a Peter Pan fairy world situation where they're like just think happy thoughts and they'll lift you into the air like okay (laughs) cool but i'm depressed (laughs) like that's cool i'm just a cynical person like people like me are going to find every excuse to just like sometimes i can be very much a positive person but a lot of the time like if things aren't going my way and there's not just it's not just one thing going my way it's like most it's like 80 percent of the stuff in my life are not going exactly how i think they're going to go then that sends me into a whole different situation and I have to dig myself out of that. And I've done it multiple times in my life. And I've not even, even before I realized that's what I was doing, that it was maybe depression or anything. Like I didn't know until honestly, like a few years ago. And, and when someone was like, I was explaining, you know, oh my God, when you have like the tight, tight chest and the, and the lump in your throat and like, you can't breathe, like, you know, right. And they're like, "Mm, what? (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, you don't know. Okay, cool. And then that's when I realized, oh, I'm not, this isn't normal. Like this isn't mm-hmm. what everyone, rea- this isn't how everyone reacts to things. Like this isn't a normal reaction. And like, we don't talk about mental health enough for me to even know until I'm literally in my mid twenties that that's not normal. That's weird. <laughs> Agreed. Like, that's weird. I'm 28 years old and the internet has been part of my life for most of my life. And the fact that I never knew that I was experiencing any of that until like my 20, my mid to late 20s Mm -hmm. was like, it's actually insane if you think about it. It is. But there's so many people like that and that are dealing with way bigger issues than just depression. Like, and I don't know. I just... So, so my my comment to your reaction to sometimes people posting things that you don't find they should be posting because they're not maybe they're posting something that rubs you the wrong way or based off of your filter that day makes you feel like it wasn't the right placement. And I know a lot of times like people's, your reaction to things can be based off of like what you're going through that day. But Mm -hmm. with that being said, you know, that you didn't know until your late 20s that you may have issues with mental health. Sometimes there are people that send out positive messages, maybe toxic positivity, um, 
that could be attempting to maybe help one person. And I know for me personally, this is like something I try to do on a daily basis where it may, it may piss off a hundred people or 98% of the people. And they're like, you know, I'm fucking tired of reading your cheesy ass quotes and your positivity craziness. But in my mind, I know that I can look back at the version of myself that was sad and depressed and there would be times that something I would read would catch me in the right way mm-hmm. and it would help dismantle like that my, my belief system in that moment about myself and would help me like in the tiniest way tweak like, okay, maybe there is hope, but not today. But then subconsciously, I was taking that information and putting it in my mind, in my vault of like stuff that I was reading. Mostly I was like, okay, what the fuck ever, but <laughs> it was there. And then, yeah. you know, two weeks later, another little thing. And then before I know it, I'm, I'm a self-help asshole. <laughs> so I think the beauty in some of these posts where like it may be annoying us, but the impact it could have on one single person is worth it for me. But at the, least that's how I look at it. It's like you no, never and know. I agree with that. Here's the difference for me. And then maybe I'm, I'm too close to you to like have seen this your personal own trans transformation into this. But I do feel like you are also very, you don't do it in like a, a weird positivity way. Like it doesn't matter what you're going through. Just think positive. Like you don't do it like that. You, you do it in a good way where I think we're like similar to the Brene Brown or Jay Shetty where they don't, even when they are having these enlightened thoughts, like, and saying these things that are, like an enlightened statement, they mm-hmm. don't discredit the people that are struggling. And right. I don't think you do that either. And that you are good about being like, like, and also people who have followed you long enough know that you have not always been like that and that you have struggled and like, you've been pretty open. Um, I mean, I know, mm-hmm. I know that I know you on a deeper level, obviously don't be jealous <laughs> than your Instagram followers, but like, and I know as your friend, like I've been able to watch you even stuff that I don't even know about that you've gone through that I didn't even know until like now that you've been through and that I probably still don't know because you hate me and you keep secrets from me. It's whatever. But um, that I, you know, you don't ever like try to make it seem like you were just born like this mm-hmm. with this with this mindset. And I right. feel like there's some people that I follow that have gone through the same journey you've gone through and are preaching these same things that you're preaching. But they never let anyone see the shit storm they went through to get there. And they don't, they don't, they can't even, they don't even know. They don't even remember the shit storm. It seems like, and Mm. I'm like, you got to remember your, your storm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you have to remember what that was like. You have to, I, and I'm speaking of someone who is fully in a storm currently in a storm (laughs) for 28 years. (laughs) So I just want to say, like, I don't identify, I will not respect people's opinions that are this positive, who are just telling me just to be positive and it'll be better. It'll get better. Blah, blah, blah. That doesn't, I don't care. Okay, great. Or people, other people have it worse. Other countries have it worse. Other like people who are, who are different cultures have it worse. Like I know. (laughs) So I, I honestly believe that those and I know the exact people that you're talking about. I don't believe that those people are trying to impact on a service level. They're not trying to help people be better. But they're they really, think that they are. 
No, I think that they are making themselves feel better. They're fluffing their ego by saying like, oh, I can do this and I can do this. And like a lot of times when you deflect and put people down or say like, oh, well, so many people have it worse than you, you're not actually approaching those people at a human level and saying like, okay, I understand that you are going through a human experience and you are going through the shit and they're not actually trying to help people. What they're trying to do is fluff their own ego. And I get, I get this side of what you're talking about now. Um, so it is frustrating that in the personal development world, these type of people can be more hurtful than harmful because they are spreading like this. There's one way to do things and you have to do it this way. And if you don't do it this way, then you will not be happy. Like you're doing it to yourself. You're doing it right, to yourself. Like right. That's what I can't, I, I don't agree with. Like, right. That's what I consider toxic positivity where these people mm-hmm. who are like, if you can't think positive thoughts, it's your own fault that you well, are depressed. I'm like, well, no one should ever try to make anybody believe that there's one way to handle any one thing because no. I, it's never my job to say like, okay, this is how you get through something because that's never going to work. You're going to have, if you have 10 people that have the same clinical depression, there's going to be 10 different routes to get to happiness. It's not 20 or 30 different exactly. routes. Exactly. The like there's no one, there's no one thing that works. So it's never my job to say like, okay, this is what you need to do. I can say like, hey, this is what works for me. And I know this is what works for some other people. There's a million different ways. Like all you got to do is try though. Mm-hmm. But don't ever, I, I agree that those types of people that do push, you know, this is what you have to do. And if you can't do this, then you're a failure and you're a loser and, you're just not and you'll never be happy. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not changing, you're not trying. I'm like, mm, go away. <laughs> yeah, and, I agree. But I do think that, you know, someone who is currently in that part of my life still, like, I just feel like the helpful thing for me is to just not even try to fix myself. Like I'm not trying to fix myself. I'm just trying to listen and learn from people who I trust and who I like Mm -hmm. listening to. And then listening to them, even if it's in the background of something, like I'm driving Mm -hmm. or if I'm doing emails or whatever, like just listening to the background. And then it will resonate with something will resonate with me. If not, maybe everything will resonate with me. Yeah. I bought two books in the last month, which is something I don't ever do. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Your uh, self-awareness is like fucking, it's kind of freaking me out, but I'm here for it. Well, see, I think that, okay, I hate to like talk about the show all the time, but Love is Blind was a major turning point for me mentally. Not mm-hmm. just in my dating world. Honestly, I don't even, nothing really has I don't think drastically changed in the dating world, except for that I'm aware faster of my toxic, my toxicity. And but the dating people, world has changed because you are changing. So like your dating world is changing. Right. And I don't just put up wow. with, I, I put up with things still, but way for way less time than I did before. <laughs> before and I you'll eventually like put up with it with years. Yeah. But you'll eventually put up, up with, with, with zero and you'll get to a point where like, it won't am, even be an issue because you'll attract different men. And I feel like I'm in the middle of that transition right now where I'm agreed. I, I don't know. Cause that's why I think I, in the last, like maybe not full year, but the last almost year, I think I've not dated anybody because I was not like I, I just, I knew I was changing my tastes for changing, not necessarily physical taste. I'm just saying emotional taste of people <laughs> I was changing. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Well, I know 
first five seconds if I like you or if we don't, or if it's going to work or it's not. And I'm not putting up with it either way. And I'm not going to spend my nights caring about if you text me back or not, because I do not fucking care. Because if you don't That's text so me back, awesome. That makes me so happy to hear that from you. You don't respond or text me back. You don't want to be with me. And that's fine. <laughs> that's truly fine with me. I'm actually more happy if they would just ghost me, <laughs> honestly, because I'm like, okay, cool. But I really think you're going to get to a point, though, that like you're, you will no longer be even entertaining or attracting that type of person. You will get to the point where like mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're so healthy in your own right that you're going to be bringing in and manifesting, just like Nicole said. Mm-hmm. If you didn't listen to the Nicole Moore episode, go rewind. Listen to it. it's go honestly, listen. It's just she, me being attacked by everyone over and over whatever. again. Whatever. But it's like I needed it, you know? Yeah. I needed it. But it, there's <laughs> beauty in like switching your story and saying like you can be you can be an amazing partner and you but, can attract a great partner okay. and you can have both. You can't have it all. But she did say you, it's your responsibility for me, Tiffany. I'm sorry that you're the one, <laughs> that you are my one. Um, that, and honestly, I feel more comfortable just saying this stuff to you because other, my other friends are maybe going through the same thing as me. So I don't really want to unleash right. on them. And I hate that, that I'm putting this all on you, Tiffany, but here you go. I'm sorry your back hurts. I'll buy you a heating pad for carrying the team. <laughs> but, but like find a friend who is willing to be like, let you vent and then be like, like just get all of your excuses out. And I, when I was editing the podcast, especially, I know she said the whole, I hate Nicole more. I hate Nicole more. And I, <laughs> I could not wait for more. you to be like, okay, she was right. When I listened back to it. <sighs> I know I hate her and I love her like so much. I love her, but I also really freaking hate her because <laughs> she really was like, just reading me like not even a book. It was like a children's book like like a children's <laughs> yeah. book it's a picture like, book one out basic 101 like that's the first thing she learned was like about me <laughs> it was like not even hard <laughs> and so I just did feel a little attacked but that's the point I hope there's people like me who are listening that listen to her podcast and are like mm, yeah I also feel attacked <laughs> because I needed to hear it and I also heard it again because I I, I edited right. the podcast and I think I think it's awesome that it was recorded though, because then you got to go back and hear yourself like forever deflect and, ever. and project and like avoid. <laughs> and then like you had to hear yourself do those things because then you have to like directly <laughs> take those things head on and be like, okay, yes, I do have some avoidance and right. deflection. And I will admit I, <laughs> it was a struggle for me to edit that podcast because <laughs> I wanted to just cut everything that I said. I wanted to truly just cut everything. And I was like, I mean, there's some things I cut that I was like, we don't, this isn't important, but I really had to like really step outside of my own person and edit this podcast because I was like, okay, I am not Lauren Marie Chamblin listening to Lauren Marie Chamblin be attacked. <laughs> be called out. And by attacked, I mean called the fuck out. And I had to be like, okay, but it was I'm, just a, so I'm an editor of a podcast. This is the podcast I'm editing. <laughs> and is this important or is this not important? And I, it was a very hard episode for me to edit, I will say. But that being said, I know you have to go. <laughs> um, no, it's good. I, but I, I, I was like a little excited that you had the opportunity 
to like hear all of that back. I think everybody should record record like hard conversations because when you're doing it in the moment, you don't realize even what's happening. Mm -hmm. But then when you go back, you're like, oh shit. Because even when I went back and listened, I was like, oh damn. Oh. I totally heard more stuff like that you were yeah. doing that I didn't even say. Like, I, I make excuses for you all the time. I was like, I'm going to throw up. I hate myself <laughs> listening to that podcast. <laughs> Editing that podcast was a fucking torture to me. And I will say- You played like, right into her. She like knew exactly what you were going to do. It was like, this was a- it was like literally go fish for her. She's like, yep, next, next. She was okay. like, give me a fucking challenge. This isn't even hard. <laughs> Come on. Okay. If we want to challenge though, like single me is a challenge. I am a weird. I've never really truly known single Tiffany. I want to, but not that I want you to break up, but I wish I could go back. If I had a time machine, I would go back in time. So you did know single me, but okay. Here's so like the thing a is second. Yeah. And yeah. like a second, I mean literally a few days. Actually, a few days. Yeah, I think because I tried to, I've tried to avoid relationships at all cost, which then makes whoever I'm dating try it challenges them. They're like, "Oh yes, I'm gonna bag this one. She doesn't want a boyfriend. I'm gonna make sure I become her boyfriend for four years. Every See, guy I've ever dated has been like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, which is. I've been good at acting like I don't want a boyfriend. And then I've realized about myself in the last like year. I'm like, maybe I fucking do. Okay. And that's fine. <laughs> maybe I do want a boyfriend, but I also don't just want any boyfriend. So I am extremely picky. You want a partner, like yeah. someone to make want your a best life friend, better. A partner. Tiffany you have that. is my wife. <laughs> so I don't need to look any further, <laughs> but I would like a male person. <laughs> that you can have sexual interactions with. <laughs> Airmuffs, mom and dad. But yes, I mean, I also, if you needed that and you were into girls, I would probably, you know, I would, I would show up because I mean, I guess I've, I, I've had experiences with both. Like, I'm not scared of either. No, I mean, I if fully, I didn't have a boyfriend, you know, here's but the thing. I'm not, I'm not, okay, I take this all back. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I will have sex. <laughs> Tiffany's with you. panicking. Tiffany's panicking. <laughs> Listen, it's not a choice. If it was, I'd be dating women a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah. Or if I at least would have attempted. And from what I hear from my lesbian, bisexual women friends, it's not better. It's not easier. Just because you date your woman who dates women, it doesn't mean it's dating is easier. There are easier things, mm -hmm. but I don't think that this, and I cannot speak for the whole group because obviously I'm not that. I am mm -hmm. a straight woman, a straight white woman, and I cannot really identify with it as much. But from what the people that I know that are, I just know that they are like, yeah, it's still difficult. Like it's still hard. Like it doesn't matter. Dating in general is hard. Yet. Like it doesn't matter who you are, what who you love. It dating is fucking a fucking joke. All long term, <laughs> we're all being punked. Close we're relationships. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Business, friendships, relationships, family. If you're close with someone, Me things my cat. get hard. <laughs> your cat. I just realized that for the last ten minutes, like my boob was hitting the metal on the mic and making this like weird noise i didn't so know you guys that. if there was a weird like metally sound in the background like making an echoey it was because my big boob it's was knocking the Just metal know, and i didn't boobs. even know it and then i was like as soon as i moved i was like the noise stopped and i was like fuck <laughs> i just realized that i've been making an echo for the last 10 minutes well my ac just popped on so <laughs> well, i can't hear that but Okay, good. 
I know for sure that people are going to be able to hear that echoey, weird, well, metal sound. <clears throat> well, we had okay. a whole thing planned for today <laughs> for this podcast. Who knows? Maybe we'll record more and add to this. But uh, I think this was beautiful. We had a yeah. great experience. We talked about some serious mental health <laughs> and friendship and business. Like we got it a little bit of, it was going to be light fun today. But. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, Tiffany. It was not our full. It was literally not our, we didn't have an outline. But for me, I had bullet points for three bullet points of stuff to talk about and neither, none of us was on it. So I'm very proud of you, Tiffany. I feel like I'm converting yeah, see, you to the dark side of a curious See, you attacked side. me at the beginning of this podcast and you're like, <laughs> you don't like me anymore. We're breaking up. You're breaking up with I me. I still stand burr, by burr, that. Burr, burr, burr. And then I got defensive. I was like, I have done nothing to make you believe that your trust should not be with me. So stop treating me like that. I came I'm just here saying. And I showed I up. you. I showed up today. You did. Let's see. If she without an outline. Next time. <laughs> without an outline. Without an outline. Let's see if next time she says it without an outline or an essay written. But to be fair, we literally decided we were talking about five seconds before we recorded. And then we also didn't say any of this. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that was like part of my... The very coming into today, podcast. yeah, coming into today to today, I was <laughs> like, I'm gonna stop trying to control every little situation and every little moment. I'm not gonna like That's do because a lot of times I will come to the table with like, okay, this is what I think we should do today, and this is what I think we should talk about, and look on page four of the outline, and like, this is where you can get all of your information, and we will be good to go. So like, just follow it, and then you can talk about what I'm telling you to talk about. Basically, yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that today. I'm gonna show up. We're gonna like get on a call, and then maybe decide what we're going to talk about. I know it's basically, a little dis- – I'm basically converting Tiffany to being an Aquarius, and I'm really happy about it. <laughs> no, in I'm the just, recording you, I, a podcast sense, in the business side of a podcast, I think we are converting each other to each other. But in the recording of the podcast thing, I this moment, I feel like I have fully converted you almost, almost fully converted you to the Aquarius side. <laughs> well – you know, I made up that word earlier that I chameleonized you. I mean, it's myself. It's a word now. It's a word now a, in, the, in the U.S. dictionary. It's not made up. Chameleonized. Chameleonized. So use it in a sentence. If you want to make your business partner and podcast partner feel good and comfortable, then chameleonize yourself to their their um. I lost it. Patterns. I I, I, couldn't, I couldn't work pattern. Figure it out. Their patterns. I don't know. Basically, what I did is I we wanted lost to make seen there, but we were gaining a lot. So it's I wanted to make you feel comfortable because I feel like I have made a lot of tension <laughs> out of oh, my man. own, I my own. I just this podcast is our therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> this whole podcast is me and you as friends and as individuals and as business partners together, I mean, no being having therapy sessions, and we're having people come on. To help us better ourselves, our own it. selves. This is a very <laughs> selfish podcast. And I'm so sorry. And I hope I hope people are getting stuff out of this. I do feel like we are. We definitely are. <laughs> but I hope you guys are. Um, and we'll do, you know, just let us know what you guys like, what you don't like, because we we really do want to know. And I think I haven't heard anything bad in the last like few episodes about the people we've been interviewing. I've heard great reviews from. So I think you guys are like, yeah, it was like only the first two weeks that people were like really when it was just me like, and you. shitting on us. <laughs> 
<laughs> and people were like, uh, these girls are they talk, absolutely They nuts. talk over each other way too much. They cuts too much. It's boring. It's girl talk. Like, they're immature. Like, Inane. Okay, yes, we know. Oh, my God. We know like, already. Okay. We don't care. <laughs> Stop listening. But, Bye. But really, I don't actually those care. So, gone. like, what those what those gone. what those people have to say, honestly, there have been too many people that have said to me personally in DMs mm-hmm. and reviews, like, Same. you have helped change something in my life that has yeah. helped me. So or like even not- just like you've made me crack up. Like and I'm like that to me. Okay, we're very different in that sense too. We're like Tiffany wants to change everyone's life and I just want to make people happy and make people <laughs> laugh. And so we've been doing that though. Yeah, both. but that's how we serve people. Like you want to make people laugh and I want to make a difference. Like but both Which uh, inevitably make both, a difference. Yeah, both right. are making a difference. And um you I know, just want to help people build frameworks <laughs> to change their life, which is the Virgo. I mean, you want to help make people laugh, which is the I just want to make you. people accept their life currently. That's all that I want to do. Whether it's terrible or it's amazing, I want to make them know that they're normal in everything they do. I want to like normalize. I don't want to change. I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I'm maybe not, op- I'm not necessarily, I'm on the verge of maybe changes. I just don't really want to deep dive into that. I want to just like, make sure that I know what I'm doing is normal. And then I also can change that if I want to, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if any of that makes sense. (laughs) Yes, it does. But anyway. So I basically just summed up what we're trying to do based off of our astrological signs. Yeah. So that's where we are. And I really just want to, I just want to make everyone happy and smile and laugh. And if, if in a relatable way. I just want to change your life so you can join my cult. Tiffany wants to make you cry. I want to make you laugh. And both are in positive ways. <laughs> there I go again, making this weird echo sound with my boobs. Sorry. Yeah. If it sounds like a guitar or like someone drops something down a well, that's because it's Tiffany's boobs <laughs> hitting her microphone stand. This has been a really honest podcast. So yeah. with all that being said. We did not mean to do this <laughs> like this. You guys, we still, just because we haven't been asking for it doesn't mean we don't want it. We still want you to like subscribe <laughs> damn it that's not right <laughs> fuck rate review rate subscribe. review subscribe <laughs> and follow us on instagram whether it's our at pte podcast or us individually that's cool too <gasps> and i just have to say i just saw our pte goals on our, our vision board behind us okay we did meet our october Jesus Christ. October. We did meet our October <laughs> download goals for yes. our podcast. Woo! We just want to give us a big congratulations. Thank you, guys. Thank Love you. that. Love that for Thank us. Thank you to all the and people that you. have downloaded our episodes. It really means a lot. Seriously, though, we do Which love puts them. us in the 1% of podcast, the top 1% of downloads. <laughs> I'm just going to say, that's a big fucking deal. Congratulations, PT. Hey. You all have permission to enter and to exit whenever you feel any day of the week, but we do come out on Thursdays. So any day after that. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, Tiffany. I think it's time to stop because we meant to stop like 40 minutes ago. (laughs) I think it's time. So, okay. You now have have permission. Fuck. Oh God. We got it last week though. We did okay. do it. We okay. All right. Now you have permission, permission to, to X. That was terrible. Tiffany, stop talking. Okay, exit. Leave. 
X out of us. Go do something productive. Bye. Go read Bye. the book. Goodbye. Bye. Read your self-help shit, bitch. <laughs> I wouldn't say we made it, but we made it through. We just had moose make and we made them do it. I wouldn't say we made it, but we made it through. We just had moose make and we made them do it. I wouldn't say we made it. We didn't make it up. We just made a way. We gon' take it up. We won't fade away. Too many dreams, gotta stay away. Ask me if I change, yo, it's night and day. I told the backstabbers, put the knife away. I'm trying to get my family to a nicer place. Room for everybody, but no room for hate. Everybody eating off the nicest place. I know I got